It's the Overnight Scape Central, and it's time to continue our look at the Beatles. Welcome. I'm Brett, your host. Uh, you know me as PQ River, too, but what the heck. I'm just going to be Brett today. And what we've got is just, again, Frank Edward Nora and I, the last remaining Beatle fans, are here to go over what I think will be... I, I was going to do the live stuff and the BBC recordings and just to be encyclopedic about it. But I think we need to move on. Next week, we're going to talk about the Beatles after the Beatles and the four guys, John, Paul, George, and Ringo and their solo albums. Just do an overview without getting into this kind of detail. While, you know, some of the albums might be interesting to look at in detail, we have other venues, and I've kind of co-opted the Central for the last few weeks, the last few weeks, the last few months, with my Beatlemania phase, which I guess in the future that might be what we wind up calling this. But nonetheless, and, and no ifs, ands, or buts, we have Frank Edward Nora here, we're looking at the Beatles anthology, and I'll just add some comments as Frank goes along, and uh, we can move on to solo Beatles, and then interesting new or old topics, and bring the central back, maybe bring some of our other contributors back. It really seems to me, have we chased you away? Uh, are you out there? I, I really thought, well, we had Rob, uh, we had... Chad, even the artist Shaman Q participated in this. And now, well, we're the last men standing, and that's kind of cool in itself, because I have to admit, some episodes of the Overnightscape Central become daunting and unwieldy because they get so long when everybody has their say. But I like a long-form night radio thing, so that I am not saying, don't do it because it's going to bother me. It's not going to bother me. I am just always happy that somebody takes the time, and I understand the time it takes and the effort to participate in a program like this. So let's, uh, without me driveling on, let's get to the entertaining portion of our program and uh, hand the mic over to Frank Edward Nora. You know, last week I uh, I mentioned something that always bugged me about the Beatles anthology series from ninety five ninety six, which was that uh, the the first the first Beatles anthology had a, a brand new Beatles song uh, called "Free as a Bird," and this was accomplished though John Lennon, of course, died in nineteen eighty. The other three Beatles uh, had a, a, a late seventies demo uh, song that uh, Paul uh, that John Lennon had had recorded. Free as a Bird, and uh, they used his vocal in the song, and they added their other Beatles parts to make a Beatles song in Anthology 2, which came out in 96. They did the same thing, a song called Real Love, right? The same method. Uh, a demo that uh, John had recorded, they then added musical parts to and vocals to, created another new Beatles song. But when Anthology 3 came out, later in 96... Uh, there was uh, there was no original Beatles song, and I talked about this. I talked about how that was, uh, you know, why wasn't there a third original Beatles song? Like three anthologies, three three new Beatles songs. 
and uh, in an incredible synchronicity, coincidence, what have you, uh, six days ago now, today is Sunday the 19th of June 2023, six days ago, an article came out talking about that third song. Can you imagine that we finally are talking about Anthology 3 here? We're going to do 2 and 3 today. And uh, this week, a story came out about that third song, which is going to be released. So here's an article from BBC. Sir Paul McCartney says, Artificial intelligence has enabled a final Beatles song. And this is the one that was going to be on Anthology 3. Wow. Of all of all the weeks, the week we're doing Anthology 3, this story comes up. This is such a strange coincidence. Uh, Sir Paul McCartney says he has employed artificial intelligence to help create what he calls the final Beatles record. He told BBC 4's Today program that technology has been used to uh, extricate John Lennon's voice from an old demo so he could complete the song. We just finished it up and it'll be released this year, he explained. Sir Paul did not name the song, but it is likely to be a 1978 Lennon composition called Now and Then. It had already been considered as a possible reunion song for the Beatles in 1995 as they were compiling their career-spanning anthology series. Sir Paul received the demo... Why do they have to keep calling him Sir Paul? So annoying. Received the demo earlier from Lennon's widow, Yoko Ono. It was one of several songs on a cassette labeled For Paul that Lennon had made shortly before his death in 1980. Lo-fi and embryonic, the tracks were largely recorded onto a boombox as the musician sat at a piano in his New York apartment. Cleaned up by producer Jeff Lynne, two of these songs, Free as a Bird and Real Love, were completed and released in 95 and 96, marking the Beatles' first new material in 25 years. The band also attempted to record Now and Then, an apologetic love song that was fairly typical of Lennon's late career but the session was quickly abandoned. It was one day, one afternoon really, messing with it, Lynn recalled. The song had a chorus, but it was almost totally lacking in verses. We did the backing track, a rough go that we really didn't finish. Sir Paul later claimed George Harrison refused to work on the song, saying the sound quality of John Lennon's vocal was rubbish. It didn't have a very good title, it needed a bit of reworking, and it had a beautiful verse in it, had, uh, and it had John singing it, he told Q Magazine. But George didn't like it. The, Beatle, the Beatles being a democracy, we didn't do it. I think George Harrison was also the one that vetoed releasing a Carnival of Light on the anthology. Gee, thanks, George! Thanks! Jeez. This guy's like, no! Should we release this song, George? No! No songs! There were also said to have been technical issues with the original recording, which featured a persistent buzz from electricity circuits in Lennon's apartment. <clears throat> in 2009, a new version of the demo, without the background noise, was released on a bootleg CD. The fans have speculated that this recording may not have been available in 1995, suggesting it was stolen from his apartment, along with other personal effects after his death. In the intervening years, Sir Paul has repeatedly talked about his desire to finish the song. 
That one's still lingering around, he told the BBC4 documentary on Jeff Lynn in 2012. So I'm going to nick in with Jeff and do it, finish it, one of these days. So anyway, yeah, uh, all right, there's only one more paragraph here. Ropey Cassette. It would seem that technology has now afforded the musician a chance to achieve that goal. The turning point came with Peter Jackson's Get Back documentary, where dialogue editor Emile Delaray trained computers to recognize the Beatles' voices and separate them from background noises and even their own instruments to create clean audio. The same process allowed Sir Paul to duet with Lennon on his recent tour for, and for new surround sound mixes of the Beatles' Revolver album to be created last year. Album to be created last year? What? I don't know what that means. He, Jackson, was able to extricate John's voice from a ropey little bit of cassette Sir Paul told Radio 4's Martha Carney. Kearney. We had John's voice and piano, and he could separate them with AI. They tell the machine, that's the voice, that this is a guitar, lose the guitar. I think it's kind of a, a I don't know, if artificial intelligence. It's, it sounds like some sort of advanced uh, audio filter. I don't know. So when we came to to make what... See, even even the BBC doesn't do proofreading anymore. So when we came to make what would be the last Beatles record, it was a demo that John had, and we were able to take John's voice and get it pure through this AI. Then we can mix the record as you normally do. So it gives you some sort of leeway. However, the musician admitted that other applications of AI gave him cause for concern. I'm not on the Internet that much, but people say to me, oh, yeah, there's a track where John's singing one of my songs, and it's just AI, you know. It's kind of scary, but exciting, because it's the future. We'll just have to see where that leads. The star was talking to Radio 4 ahead of the launch of a new book and accompanying photography exhibition at the National Portrait Gallery. Titled Eyes of the Storm, the project features portraits taken by Sir Paul on his own camera between December 1963 and February 1964, as the Beatles were catapulted to global fame. See if we can find that song, John Lennon, Now, now and Then. They said it's been it's been released. Just uh, John Lennon now and then. I didn't know about this, but this could become the song that was meant for Anthology Three will finally be released. Hmm. What is this? Is this? Hmm. This looks like uh, I don't know. Hmm. Well, this is sort of, I guess, this song, something what it'll sound like. I guess I guess the new version will be like a much better version of this, right? I don't know where this is sourced from. I mean,
Oh, people think Paul is I am a phony. Is this on the I am a phony channel or? Uh, why am I getting so confused? Maybe it is on the I am, I am a phony channel. We get the idea. We get the idea. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Was that on the you know the the rotten apple? I am a phony. Anyway, they think it is Paul because he is a phony. He's a fake Paul. Paul is dead. Miss him. Miss him. Miss him. Anyway, I thought that was really remarkable coincidence that we're talking about anthology three and the song. Yes, was announced in an article. Anyway, let's dig right in here to uh, anthology two and three. Anthology 2 uh, was released March 18th, 1996, and Anthology 3 was released October 28th, 1996. I remember buying them. They were the double double jewel boxes. They were very thick, right? There were thinner jewel boxes that could hold two, but this was a thick, thick one. Um, oh, look, here, here it says on... Uh, Wikipedia, the same thing. Following Free as a Bird on Anthology 1 and Real Love on Anthology 2, a third John Lennon solo demo entitled Now and Then was to be reworked by the three surviving members of the Beatles. However, the project was shelved. Yeah, we, we, we already read that. Anyway, yes, but it is coming. So th this is uh, relatively uh, chronological, so I think Beatles uh, 2, I'm not trying to see if they have the time period, essentially... Uh, 65 to 68, and then Anthology 3, 69 and 70, I guess. Yeah, I just, I don't know about this AI Beatles song. And these, re the Beatles, to me, I mean, they weren't, these are like kind of pretty little bits of songs, but they don't sound like Beatles songs to me. How about something a little more with some life to it? Not like somebody's dragging the long and now and uh, oh this just please spare me uh, to something with some upbeat and something Ringo might be able to lick into and throw some classy fills in there uh, for me this just isn't I, I don't think it's going to cut it I will just go back or wait because eventually AI will be able to generate completely new Beatles songs and that that as scary as that may sound that is the future let's uh, check it out on Apple Music let's dig right in and take a look at Anthology 2 here's the notes with alternate versions uh, studio outtakes live cuts and demo versions of material from 65 to 68 Anthology 2 shows the band crafting some of the best love music of their career this collection explores how strong the band's material was at its core. Listen to the largely acoustic I'm Only Sleeping, or just how inventive they could be without all those telltale harmonies. Try one of the alternate versions of Strawberry Fields Forever. Also included in Anthology 2 is Real Love, one of John Lennon's last demos, given life thanks to a reworking by Paul McCartney, George Harrison, and Ringo Starr. So let's just go through here. We'll just starting off with "Real Love," the, uh, the last Beatles song ever released up until now. Though, of course, "Carnival of, Carnival of Light." They gotta release that too, damn it! 
See, they could probably clean this one up too with the AI. Real love. And then we have Yes It Is takes two and 14. I'm down, take one. Let's hope this one turns out pretty darn good, huh? <laughs> I remember that. Let's, wait, I gotta hear that again. Let's hope this one turns out pretty darn good, huh? What is that, Paul trying to do in an American accent? Let's hope this one turns out pretty darn good, huh? You got to hide your love away. Takes one, two, and five. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. I'm just gonna raise this. Here I stand head in hand. Ooh. <laughs> I forgot this banter. I like that. Poles broken a glass. Okay. One. Oh, you ready? Okay. One, two, three. One, two, three. I like this song. Here I stand head in hand. Okay. If you've got trouble. Was this on an official release? If you've got trouble, you can't get none. So it's a Ringo song. How about that means a lot? Take one. Yesterday, take one. What is this? A scrambled eggs. Is this the one with a. It'll be an F for you. Yesterday. I'm in G, but it'll be an F. It goes E minor to A7 to D minor. Ready? Okay, man. <coughs> oh, sorry. I was going to keep going with that, but we don't need to. I was trying to think, where, did, where does the fake Paul come in? But we'll see. That was the real Paul, I believe. How about, it's only love takes three and four. It's only love and that is all. How can I feel the way I do? I get high when I see you go by. My oh my. And then we have a few tracks from something called Black Pool Night Out. I feel fine. This is like a TV thing. It's good to me, you know, she's happy. It's good to me. Ticket to ride. Well, uh, thank you very much, everybody. Blackpool and all that's good to be here. Blackpool. We're going to carry on now in a sec with a song which is our record before, record before, you know, this one's called, oh, Ticket to Ride. Yeah. I think I'm gonna be sad. How about yesterday? We'd like to do something now which we've never ever done before, and it's a track of our new LP. And this song's called Yesterday. And so, for Paul McCartney of Liverpool, opportunity knocks. Forgot about this one. This is good stuff. I had this CD. I just don't remember too much. All my troubles seem so. And then, of course, help from the same TV show. Next song we'd like to sing. It's 
I love when they say any road. Any instead of anyway, any road. I love the banter. So we have at Shea Stadium, everybody's trying to be my baby. Wow. Shrieking crowd as usual. Thank you. Took some honey from a tree. I'd like to carry on with a song that was on an al the album before last. And uh, it's called Everybody's Trying to Be My Baby. Well, they took some honey from a tree. Dressed it up and they called it. And then we have Norwegian Wood. Take one. How about I'm looking through you, take one. Ooh, <laughs> this is cool. I dig this. I'm looking through you. 12 bar original, take two edited. How about Tomorrow Never Knows, Mark One, Take One? This is a very important song, obviously. This is the beginning of the. Uh, Turn off your mind. Oh, they have all the, those different loops they were playing around with, right? On the mixer. Good album. I should have listened to this more. I, I had it, but I never listened to it that much, I guess. Turn off your mind. How about Got to Get You Into My Life? Take five. I was alone. I took a ride. I didn't know what I would find there. I was alone. I took a ride. I didn't know what How I How about would And Your Bird Can Sing? Take two. Oh, it's very different than the other. The Taxman Take 11. It sounds a lot like the uh, file version. How about Eleanor Rigby, The Strings Only? <clears throat> How about I'm Only Sleeping, The Rehearsal? Sleeping, sleeping, take one. I'm only sleeping, take one. Wow, that's what I just said, John. <coughs> Rock and roll music live at Nippon Budokan Hall, Tokyo. Oh, but she's a woman from the same venue. Stop on this album. 
Strawberry Fields Forever demo sequence. I mean, it must be high or low. How about Strawberry Fields Forever, take one. And how about take seven, an edit piece. How about Penny Lane, alternate mix. Penny Lane, there is a barber showing photographs. <clears throat> a Day in the Life takes one, two, six, and orchestra. So now we have fake Paul. This is this is a Sergeant Pepper stuff, or new Paul, or Billy, or whoever you want to say it is. I read the news today. Oh boy! How about Good Morning, Good Morning, Take Eight? But only a northern song takes three and twelve. I like this this song. This this wound up on the Yellow Submarine American version, right? I think. It may have also been on the British EP. Being for the benefit of Mr. Kite takes one and two. For the benefit of Mr. Kite. For the benefit of Mr. Kite, this is take one. And then on take seven. Okay, man, let's go. Lights on. How about Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds? Take six, seven, and eight. And how about Within You, Without You, instrumental? Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band Reprise, Take 5. You know my name, look up the number. Is this just the, the standard version of this? That was also on Past Masters. I am the Walrus, Take 16. That's a good sound. I'm digging this one. The Fool on the Hill demo. Kind of see that that, that just kind of reminded me of I, I had a dream this morning and I kind of remember a fragment of it, like people were leaving these tarot cards on my front porch and I thought it was like really sinister it was like a scary dream so the fool was like a tarot is like a tarot card that's what, I don't really remember much of the dream other than people leaving tarot cards multiple tarot cards on my on my uh, porch it was like very threatening but now we're listening to the demo of day after day alone on a hill that's where Paul was buried on the hill that's the theory. Your mother should know. Take 27. Jeez, that's a lot of takes for that song. 
Okay. With Siggy and Mouth. With Siggy and Mouth. Yeah, they were always smoking when they were recording. Fool on the Hill, take four. Ooh. Day after day. The guy I took over for who's buried on a hill. Hello, goodbye, take 16. Lady Madonna takes three and four. Do, 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 do. And finally, the end of Anthology 2, Across the Universe, Take 2. Good stuff. Before we get to Anthology 3, I do want to acknowledge the uh, the Ruddles archaeology, which was a parody of uh, the anthology take a look at that. I, I, I've, I've kind of obsessed on this album over the years, uh, Ruddle's Archaeology. Yeah, which even sort of parodies the look of it. But I've, I think this is a, an amazing album on, on its own. This came out in 96, that same year. Uh, yeah, and, and they even do um, like some of those false, like those false starts and stuff. Hold on, let me, let me see if I can get a little overview of Ruddle's Archaeology. Do, do, do. Yeah. Kitty, <laughs> Mr. Mojo, come on. Archaeology is the second al- album by parody band The Ruddles. Like their previous release, the album contains pastiches of uh, Beatles songs. Three of the four musicians who had created the soundtrack for the 1987, 1978 film, Neil Innes, John Halsey, and Ricky Fattar, reunited in 96 and recorded a second album. Archaeology, an affectionate send-up of the Beatles Anthology albums. So anyway, let's just take a quick look at this. Yeah, Neil Innes, I think, was the main guy behind it. Major Happy's up-and-coming Once Upon a Good Time band. But I think this album, though it is it is what it is, it, it, there's, the songwriting is so great. And I've, I used to listen to this, like, like I, there was a while I was listening to this, like, every day on my commute and stuff. Rendezvous. This is a great song. I'm sitting in a dandelion den. Sort of parroting a uh, little help from my friends. Then you had Questionnaire. <laughs> I like this one. We've arrived, and to prove it, we're here. Good humor, that. Unfinished words. Hey, mister. When you woke up this morning. Easy listening. 
now she's left you. The Knicker Elastic King. This is a great album. I really recommend it. I love you. Ina Klein and Middle Class of Music. Joe Public. Shangri-La. Don't Know Why. And finally, Back in the 64. Many years from now, when your grandchildren climb up on your knee. See, a bit of a synchronicity here uh, on Apple Music. It says, you might also like, and it has a song by Lisa Stansfield. And I actually thought about her last night when I was watching the new season of Black Mirror. On the episode with the astronauts, uh, one guy's name was Stanfield, I believe. So I'm like, like Lisa Stanfield? Synchronicity alert! Yes. Now we can go back to Beatles. Oh, and you, and you brought the Ruttles in. I, I love the Ruttles, even their first album. They are so comparable in a lot of ways to a Beatle album because they're just done so cleverly and Many of you may not have seen, uh, one night back in, I believe it was the late 70s, uh, Saturday Night Live was running uh, three weeks a month, and the fourth week they would have something else uh, special, a rerun. I think they showed Monty Python episodes, but one week was something called All You Need Is Cash, and it was this pseudo-documentary and very much like uh, a number, it was one of the first for pop music, and it was a documentary on the pseudo Beatles. And like the Beatles manager was a guy named Leggy Mountbatten, I remember. But the Ruttles were the brainchild, as they say, of former Monty Python performer Eric Idle, and the music, which is the essential part, was generally created and done even the second album which was many years later by Neil Innes who is probably best known as one of the members of the legendary Bonzo Dog band and we've talked about those on the Overnightscape they were a the humor band of the psychedelic 60s and uh, their other leader Viv Stanchel was one of these unique hilarious British eccentric performers who almost anything Viv Stanchel ever did has this great snarky comedy he died tragically we won't get into that but Viv Stanchel and the Bonzo Dog Band are great. And the Ruddles, this archaeology album, if you're at all a Beatle fan, it's well worth taking the time to listen to the whole thing. It's a couple notes on the anthology things. Um, that one song, and it's basically one song. I do like hearing different versions, but all this points out to me is that George Martin was such an incredible producer. He was a brilliant guy, and he was able, with the Beatles, first at the beginning, I think it was his decisions, what went and what didn't, and the Beatles had more and more say. But he knew how to record them, and engineers like Jeff Emmerich and others, they really made great choices in the studio, 
And I don't think there's any of these outtakes, while they're interesting to hear and fascinating because they illustrate their process, I think 99 cases out of 100, the versions they released of these songs are the ones. They are. But the ones they never released, like that Ringo song, that means a lot with that cool riff, that do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. That just has such an iconic sound to me. And it, it's actually one of my favorite Beatles songs with Ringo singing because, well, he started that Yellow Submarine is cute and just the country ones are good. But that's like the Beatliest Beatles song that Ringo sang a lead vocal on, in, in my humble opinion. And yeah, let's listen to... Anthology 3 with Frank. Yes, Anthology 3 we're looking for now. Where Now and Then would have been on there, but George uh, gave it the old uh, heave-ho. Why is he so against these songs, George Harrison? All right, hold on. Where is the Anthology? Anthology 3. So here's what it says. <clears throat> the many diverse and brilliant ideas that went into the band's final two years are chronicled in Anthology 3. Here you'll find uh, the song sketches recorded at George Harrison's house after the group's trip to India. Many of these became the songs so well known on the White Album and Abbey Road. Was one of those the Esher demos that we, we covered uh on the White Album extended release, Super Deluxe, Super Deluxe release, from Abbey Road Studios to the band's offices on Savile Row, the musical insights come fast and furious on soulful versions of "I've Got a Feeling" and "Oh Darling." Additionally, you'll find music from the band's legendary final rooftop concert and other songs that would appear in later solo efforts. Junk, all things must pass. So. So there is no now and then on this version, of course. It starts off with a beginning, an instrumental. I don't do you know what this is? How about happiness is a warm gun, home demo. I need a fix cause I'm going down. Helter Skelter, tape two. Take two. So I just said. Get to the bottom, I go back to the top of the slide. Then I walk and I go and I go for a ride. I get to the bottom and I see you. Mean Mr. Mustard, home demo. Mean Mr. Mustard, Polythene Pam, home demo. You should see her in drag. Well, you should see Polythene Pam. She's so good looking, but she looks like a man. Well, you should see it in fact, just in the poly- Glass Onion Home Demo. I told you about Strawberry Fields. I told you about Strawberry Fields. Junk Home Demo. This, of course, be- became a Paul Solo work. Could have been a Beatles song. Higgy's Home Demo. 
eating their bacon. Honey pie home demo. No wild honey pie home demo, though. Oh, honey pie. My position is trash. Don't pass me by. Takes three and five. Listen for your footsteps, Deadpool. Listen for your footsteps coming up the drive. Listen for... How about Obla D, Obla Da, take five. Good night, rehearsal, and take 34. Mr. Mojo, what's going on? Cry, baby, cry. Take one. Cry, baby, cry is a good song. It's like after you real deep in the White Album, you get this cry, baby, cry. Make your mother sad. Blackbird, take four. Singing in the dead of night. Sexy Sadie, take six. stuff, right? Sexy Sadie. What have you done? What have you done? You made a fool of everyone, Maharishi. While my guitar gently weeps, demo. Kitty. Hey Jude, take two. When I was a robber in Boston Place, you gathered round me with your fun embrace. Beatles being weird and hyper again. Hey, Jude. Not guilty. Take 102. Damn, that's, is, really? They did over 100 takes? Good song. Not guilty. Mother Nature's Son, take two. Can you take this thing off my voice? I've got, like, the speaker. I can hear. Thank you. Okay, leave it on then. Good. It's fake pole speaking. Glass Onion, take 33. Rocky Raccoon, take eight. Rocky Raccoon. Rocky Raccoon. He was a fool unto himself. More American accent. And he would not swallow his foolish pride. Mind you, coming from a little... That's interesting. Like, the, the British attempt at doing an American accent. There's something very unique about it. Little town in Minnesota. It was not the kind of thing that a young guy did when a fellow... And here's... Uh, one of my favorites from this one, a real revelation. What's the new Mary Jane? Take four. This was meant for the White Album. And uh, this was a brand new song. Uh, and a really good song uh, that I think we I first heard uh, on, this, on this record. What a pain, Mary Jane had a pain at the party. Mongolian lamb. She coming from Aldebaran. 
What a shame Mary Jane had a pain at the party. She making with Apple a contract. A step inside love and Los Paranoias. Uh, yeah, that... I always wish Los Paranoias would have been an actual song. Join us. Los Joe Perreris and the Perreri. Oh, yeah, I like this part. Joe Perreris and the Perreri Wallflowers. Los Paranoias Invite you to To just enjoy us Come on you There was an explanation about that somewhere It was like a South American group Named Los Paras something And they were kind of doing a riff on that Do it baby <coughs> Come on and join Los Paranoias <coughs> Just enjoy us How about Los I'm Paranoia. so tired Takes three, six, and nine Okay, this is it. Huh. One, two, three. I'm so tired. I will take one. Who knows how long I've loved you. Yeah, another another great song from when you're deep in the White Album. And how about Why Don't We Do It In, a, in the Road, take four. No one will be watching us. With me and my monkey? Oh, that's a different song. How about Julia, take two. Fake Paul's talking about his fake mother. Oh, no, sorry, it's John talking about his mother, not uh, Paul. The real John about his real mother. I've got a feeling the Savile Row Sessions. These are all Savile Row Sessions coming up. A lot of them. What, what are the Savile Row Sessions? I don't know. She came in through the bathroom window. Did they ever find out who that was that came in through the bathroom window? The, the crazed fan? How about Dig a Pony? Two of us. These are all Savile Row sessions. On our way back home. Surfing through this Beatles land. How about For You Blue? These are all Savile Row sessions. Because you're a sweet and lovely girl, I love you. Teddy Boy, Savile Row sessions. I think that's a cover, right? This is the story about a boy named Ted. If his mother said, Ted, be good. Be good, Ted. Be sure about that one here it is. rip it up shake rattle and roll blue suede shoe savile row sessions i guess like a there they are messing about in the studio again the long and winding road the long. Not, not, i don't dig that song oh darling that's the last savile row session they have no not the last there's more coming All Things Must Pass demo. I guess this became a George Harrison solo production. We finally have Mailman, Bring Me No More Blues, the Savile Row session. How about Get Back at the Beatles Rooftop Concert? (laughs) 
Jojo. Not Mojo, Jojo. The demo of Old Brown Shoe. Octopus's Garden takes two and eight. I'd like to be. How about Maxwell's Silver Hammer? Take five. This apparently is a very grueling session. They did hundreds of takes, apparently. John was quizzical, studied by the physical science. A demo for something. How about Come Together, Take One? Over Paul's Grave on the Hill, of course. And here's a song, Come and Get It demo. This song I think they eventually gave to the band uh, Badfinger, if not, it could be Badfinger, right? If you want it, here it is. Come and get it. <clears throat> Good song. Ain't She Sweet Jam. <clears throat> because acapella version. Let It Be, take one. Are we supposed to giggle in the solo? Yeah. Okay. This will, this is gonna knock you out, boy. This damn song. Those two songs, Let It Be and Along and Winding Road, they're kind of a drag, man. How about take 16 of I Me Mind, the penultimate song on the album? You all will have read that uh, Dave D's no longer with us. But Mickey and Titch and I decided to carry on the good work. Ooh, they're, they're mentioning that band Dave D, Dozy, Beaky, Mick and Titch. Wow. It's always gone down in number two. Finally, we have The End Remix, a remix version of The End. Remember that theory I came up with a few weeks back? Uh, that love is a, is a code word for the original Paul that died. And in the end, the love you take is equal to the love you make. So in other words, the Paul you take away is equal to the Paul that was added back. They're trying to justify what they did. Replacing Paul, allegedly. Let's go. Let's go to the end. The end of the end, and see how it works out here. What the hell? Oh, it's like it's like one of those notes that goes down, down, down. Great. So there you have it, the Beatles anthology. I don't know if they're still are they still doing any more super deluxe editions of the records. I mean, they've been releasing a ton of stuff that's never been released before in recent years. So I suppose that the, for example, the White Album Super Deluxe Edition was kind of like a new anthology. A lot of these are. I don't know if they have any more. And of course, you know, we're waiting for the new version of uh, Now and Then. And of course, the last, the true last Beatles song uh, that no one has ever heard. Well, people have heard it, but you had to be there at that electric carnival, whatever that was called. Carnival of Light. That's got to come out one of these days too 
And then, of course, uh, I, I you know I've been seeing, but you know, a, a lot of AI uh, stuff trying to make new Beatles songs. But anyway, this is the anthology. In the end, now, there's also the Beatles Christmas albums they haven't officially released yet. Well, haven't officially re-released that is, but I don't know if that's necessary. But yeah, it looks like we missed my favorite part. Where John says, Sugar Plum Fairy, Sugar Plum Fairy. From a day in the life. Sugar Plum Fairy, Sugar Plum Fairy. I think that was from Anthology 2. But I just, in honor of that, I did find a hammered dulcimer version of Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairy from The Nutcracker. This really feels like some sort of ending, some end point, because there just is, yeah, one more song that will be meh. But yeah, this is the end of the Beatles as we know it. And I just want to thank everybody who participated in this saga. I mean, next week on the overnight skit, well, let's, let's first, I think I have one or two more comments here. The sounds of the Beatles messing in the studio it's fun, it and especially like let it be. By then, it, it's forced. But a lot of these things, I mean, they're having a great time and just yelling and screaming and full of enthusiasm, and that's just that feels good. And you get to see a be- side of the Beatles that they kind of imitated in the movies. But it's that genuine. They're messing in the studio. The tape just happened to be rolling and it got caught. And that they preserve that, and that's kind of cool. However, it's not that untouchable, perfect Beatles that somehow is stuck in my head. Their albums are all just this like solid state unit with all the little pieces moving perfectly. And yeah, that's kind of goofy and fun, but that the demos, the alternate takes, they're demos and alternate takes, and yeah. Uh, that's and I'm not to, I'm glad that I got to hear them and once in a while it's nice to put them on but if I want to hear the Beatles or even better if there's somebody who's really unfamiliar they know a few songs from the radio or oldies stations um, this isn't the stuff that I'm going to lean them towards this is for more of the experienced Beatle fan in my head and um, humanizes them and Badfinger, that the band that they discovered who had a couple of big hits, their biggest was the one we heard a little bit of the demo. If you want it, here it is, come and get it. The, if, if you like stories of bands that fame just absolutely destroyed, the Badfinger story is one of those. And we'll just leave that at that. And let's talk about next week's Overnight Scape Central, which is the Beatles after the Beatles, and uh, anything you have to say, including any summing up, anything you have to say about any of the Beatle albums or songs, this is, 
I mean, you can always talk about the Beatles and send something in and we'll use it on the central. However, um, this is the end. This is the end. And in the end, the podcasts you make are equal to, yeah, something like that. Um, So here's how it works. You can record something. If you've been mic shy and you just don't want to record something and want to type up a paragraph or two with some comments about the Beatles, send them. I'll read them on your behalf right here on the show. You want to write a long piece, I'll give you the whole voiceover thing and the email address to facilitate any or all of these is kpqr.torc at gmail.com. Once more, kpqr.torc at gmail.com. And uh, th- thanks to Frank especially for pulling us through this and uh just being a Beatle fan along with me here on the Overnight Scape Underground. Meanwhile, again, soon we'll be moving on into other topics again, and uh, hope you'll continue to join us and enjoy these gatherings weekly. And in the meantime, set the controls for the heart of the fun. I'd appreciate it. <laughs>